Hello, welcome to the podcast This Week in Baseball. I'm your host, Young Stud. Back at y'all with episode number 15. At least it should be. Today is August 4th, 2022. The dog days of August have hit us. So here we go. We'll begin today with the sad news that just took place a couple of days ago. The legendary Dodger broadcaster Vin Scully passed away on Monday night. Vin Scully was the Dodger broadcaster for 67 years. Just a legend. He was with the Dodgers ever since the Brooklyn days. That's how long he has been a part of the Dodgers. He just retired in 2016. And he passed away at 94 years old a couple of days ago. Lots of outpouring for Vin over the last couple of days. You know, I haven't seen one bad story about Vin Scully. It seems to me the general public, not even Major League Baseball, but all sports, including the NFL, the NHL, NBA, you know, all the sports have really been in shock over this and, and everybody has a story to tell about Vince Scully no matter if you're a player you're you know a journalist you know a coach where whatever you, you are everyone has a story to tell about Vince Scully and how they really enjoyed listening to Vince Scully or they met him whatever the case may be um, Vince Scully was really larger than life in a lot of aspects and you know you just you just never wanted to see this day come. You knew it might be coming, but it it has come, and it just seems kind of surreal almost. But, you know, it, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. And the Dodgers are honoring Vin Scully with having a Vin patch on their right sleeve. There will be a ceremony on Friday, which is tomorrow, versus the Padres. And, yeah, the Dodgers are going to go all out, I would at least think to honor Vince Scully throughout the rest of the season um just a sad time for Dodger baseball but you know what we move on and we're gonna honor it and you know be happy that his career happened and he was truly a Dodger at heart when you think of the Dodgers Vince Scully has to be up there with the Mount Rushmore of Dodgers and, and that will forever ring true so Rest in peace to Vince Scully. Now, I said last week that this show would be a trade deadline recap show, and that's what it is going to be. So I'm going to give you guys my top 10 trades that went down over the deadline. So here we go. This is in no particular order. I just ran through them off the top of my head. So here we go. We'll start with Juan Soto. Juan Soto did get traded. He is now in San Diego. He got traded along with his buddy Josh Bell from the Washington Nationals. Big trade going back to D.C. But obviously the bigger trade or the biggest trade is Juan Soto going to the Padres. He's going to be there for the rest of this season and two more years. At least that's what the majority of people would believe. So the Padres are stacked 
they get a top five player in baseball. I cannot wait until Fernando Tatis Jr. returns to that lineup. But yeah, Juan Soto shook the baseball world. He is now a Padre. Unbelievable trade. Check out my video on it. I, I did a video. Luis Castillo got traded. So the Reds continue to fire sale off all their top players. He is now in Seattle joining Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez, his former teammates. Castillo pitched versus the Yankees yesterday. You know, I thought the Yankees would be the perfect fit for Castillo. We'll get to the Yankees in a second. So he's in Seattle, and Seattle is should make the playoffs. I mean, at this point, if they don't make the playoffs, that is a huge disaster. The Padres continue to make airwaves and break airwaves. They acquired Josh Hader a day before they acquired Juan Soto. So the Padres were the absolute winners of the deadline, 100%. Josh Hader, an unbelievable closer, probably the best closer in baseball. Matt Josh Shader, super down-to-earth guy. You know, I had wish nothing but the best for him. And, I mean, the Padres have so many of my favorite players, man. I mean, I, I mean that's why I kind of, like, I don't know if I guess I root for them, but I hope they – I wish them the best, except when they play the Dodgers. So, Josh Shader is now a Padre. They traded out Taylor Rogers, So, I mean, that's obviously an upgrade. So, that's scary. Brandon Drury, who debuted last night and hit a grand slam in the first inning in his first at-bat for the Padres. Brandon Drury is having a great season. The Dodgers were in on Brandon Drury. They did not get Brandon Drury. But Brandon Drury is a solid hitter. He's going to hit you 275, 280, and he'll be perfect for that Padres to really even out that lineup. Frankie Montas went over to New York, so that was a consolation prize for the Yankees. I'm missing out on Castillo. Montas, former Dodger. You know, I'm not super high on Montas as Castillo, but he's going to help him. The Yankees also made a flurry of other moves. We'll get to them too. But Montas, you know, it's a good move. I mean, it's obviously not a bad move. On paper, it's a good move, and the Yankees need all the help they can get in the starting rotation. Trey Mancini left Baltimore, but he didn't need to switch colors. He's keeping on orange, switching the black to the navy with the Houston Astros. So he's down in Houston. He homered in his first game with the Astros. So a lot of guys fitting right in to the new ball clubs. Trey Mancini again. Gurriel has not had a great season. So Mancini does give him that stability and depth for that lineup. And he'll fit right in in Houston. Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery traded from the Yankees. You know, a solid pitcher, solid 3-4 guy for the Yankees. Traded to St. Louis for Harrison Bader. You know, my guy, Harrison Bader. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Harrison Bader. He's not going to, you know, light the world on fire at the plate, but he is a pretty decent defender. You know, he'll, he has a lot of speed. He'll steal some bags. Great personality. Good flow. Harrison Bader's with the Yankees. I think... He's out right now, so he should be back, hopefully, for the postseason run. But I do like the move for the Yankees. Aaron Boone already talked about how he's going to be this front of fielder for the Yankees moving forward. So swap for swap, Bader to New York. 
Montgomery to St. Louis. I, I like the move for the Cardinals as well. They needed pitching more than Juan Soto, and I don't I don't know why they were even in on Juan Soto, but they needed more pitching, and they got pitching. They had a Jose Quintana as well, so Montgomery and Quintana, a couple of lefties, just kind of filled that that role in the rotation. We'll see how those guys play out, but just gives them more much more depth than they had before, so that's good for the Cards. Noah Syndergaard is out of Anaheim. I mean, he's going to a, a team in Philadelphia that is in the middle of a playoff race, so the Phillies are also trying to break a long streak. I hope they do. And so Noah Syndergaard, you know, hasn't been great this year. He's not, he hasn't been his ace-like self, you know, from a few years back, but he'll he'll give you innings. He still gets that fastball up to 97, 98. So Noah Syndergaard is a good move for the Phillies, joining Zach Wheeler, his former teammate, and Aaron Nola. Whit Merrifield got traded the last second to Toronto. Whit Merrifield, the Kansas City Royal All-Star second baseman. Another righty bat for the Blue Jays. So, I mean, the Blue Jays have a good team, a lot of good players. We'll see how they play out. Whit Merrifield, solid player. He'll hit you around 260. And Ben Attendee went to the Yankees as well. I'm not sure if I touched on this last week. He was like the first trade. So Ben Attendee's with the Yankees, just more outfield depth, covering for the loss of Joey Gallo to the Dodgers and Aaron Hicks, who isn't really liked in New York. So my winner is the Padres of the deadline, and my loser has to be the Chicago teams. The Chicago teams have to take a massive L on this deadline. The Cubs did not trade Wilson Contreras or Ian Happ, and the White Sox, in the middle of a playoff race, did pretty much nothing. I see the White Sox as, you know what, we're going to basically talk up this year. Whatever happens, happens. We're going to talk it up and come back next year. So that's how I see the White Sox looking at this season. But, yeah, there you go. My top 10 trades of the trade deadline. And, of course, Vince Scully. Before I go, one Vince Scully moment for me has to be his last ever Dodger game. I was at that game versus the Colorado Rockies where Charlie Culberson hit the magical walk-off home run to clinch the division unbelievable game again one of my favorite dodger moments i'll ever have to be there in vince final dodger broadcast to send him off in style was really special especially with charlie culberson i met charlie culberson the a couple years later signed the baseball for me and i mean again just to be kind of like a part of that moment and have it come full circle it, it's really it's really cool so that would probably be my favorite vince scully moment to be there for his final home game and then eventually meet Charlie Culberson and, and get a signed baseball to co really connect the dots on that day. It, it's, you know, a memory I will forever cherish. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off on this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, for the support. Check out my YouTube if you haven't already. And with that being said, I'm going to sign off and talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast this week in baseball. I'm your host, Young Stud, back at y'all with episode number 16. We are, today is August 11th, 2022. We are in the dog days of summer. So let's get to it. 
I'm going to go with y'all with three topics from here on for, for the foreseeable future. Shout out to the two or three people that watch or should I say listen to my podcast. At least that's what Anchor tells me. Maybe it's more if there is more. Thank you guys so much. But we're going to go with three topics moving forward until I say otherwise. So with that being said... Let's lead things off with the Dodgers-Padgers recap. As you guys know, if you're new here, I do recaps on the games that I went to live. And I went to the Dodgers and Padgers game live Sunday Night Baseball. Where the Dodgers swept the San Diego Padgers out of town by a score of 4-0. to Cody Bellinger hit two home runs. Cody Bellinger is heating up. Now, I made a tweet about a month ago, maybe a little more than that. I said, Cody Bellinger is going to hit 250 or better this year. Book it. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little skeptical about that still. You know, it's August 11th. There's only, you know, about 50 games left in the season. He still has plenty of time to get that average up to 250, but he needs to stay this hot. He's around 225, I think. I think he's around 225, so he's almost there. He was as low as 205, so like I said, I hope Cody Bellinger really does turn around, man. I mean, 250 for Cody Bellinger will seem like almost prime Cody, if you think about it. Like, he's been so awfully bad the last couple of years. Like, 250 would feel like 350, so I hope Cody Bellinger gets going. Max Muncy, the same thing. You know, Max Muncy, I was really not knowing if Max Muncy would ever turn it around and apparently he might have just turned the corner I don't know what it is but he might have found a little stroke in his swing he's coming alive he's up to about 175 batting average I believe after being as low as like a buck 50 so again both of those guys are turning it around and along with them turning around the Dodgers are just red hot they have won 10 in a row they are playing unreal baseball and I don't think there's a doubt that this is the best Dodger team that we've ever seen. I mean, the numbers prove it, right? Top to bottom, this team is ridiculously deep. And they're not even fully healthy yet. So the Dodgers are really fun to watch. They are top-tier baseball. We are truly spoiled here in Los Angeles. And again... 118 wins would be nice 90 wins would be nice 100 wins i don't care i just want a world series parade at the end of it all right that's all i care about now i would lie to you now i would be lying to you if i said i didn't want to break the mlb all-time win record this year which is 116 i would be lying if i said i didn't want that because i do want that i really want that and to finish what the Mariners couldn't finish they couldn't win the world series well guess what we're going to win the World Series and get the all-time one record. So let's do it, Dodgers. They have a real shot, and I'm really excited for that. Now, I'm into the Padres, and the Padres, who have been without Fernando Tatis Jr. throughout the whole season because he injured his wrist during the offseason, Fernando Tatis Jr. is coming back. And he's coming back in about a few days, which is really exciting stuff. I mean, this is this is really exciting, okay? This is like everybody wants to see Fernando Tatis Jr. come back. And, you know, I mean, 
he's my favorite player and he's an electric player and i think people forget about that that he is a top five player in baseball when right people seem to hate on fernando tatis jr for whatever reason i don't know what it is maybe it's just a cool thing right a lot of people are groupies like to follow people and that's fine but that's not me and i when i recognize talent when i recognize talent and i see talent in fernando tatis jr and so i really want to be there for his first home game back at petco hopefully with no back back uh back stuff i got i i i don't know how to describe it but i've gone to petco twice to see fernando play and both times i had planned it out to go he got injured and he also got sick and was not in the lineup so you know i mean you can't make this stuff up right <laughs> you can't make this stuff up with me i just i don't know i mean it's just crazy how the odds stack against me every time but hopefully this time third time is the charm so if everything goes right it should be a one week from today so that means there'll be no podcast next thursday if that is the case we shall see but I might be at Petco next Thursday, and that would be really exciting stuff to see if we're going Tatis Jr. back. And if, you know, if history tells us anything, my Petco Park videos seem to pop off, so y'all going to want to check that one out because that one should 100% pop off. It should be electric when he comes back to San Diego. And we're going to take a look around the league. Starting off with the National League, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. They have flown by everybody. And that's not really that shocking. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and that's good. In the National League Central, it is a tie between the Cardinals and Brewers. Despite the Brewers trading away their closer, the Cardinals still can't get ahead. I don't know what it is with them. They can't seem to just get ahead. They always want to make it tough on themselves. In the National League East, the Mets have taken back the lead on the Braves. You know, the Braves made a charging push, and then they just couldn't get over the hump. And that Mets division is all but locked up in the National League East. So they will be the top two seed along with the Dodgers. And the wild cards go as follows. The Braves that I just mentioned, the Phillies and the Padres. Barely holding off the Milwaukee Brewers for the last wild card spot. And those are the teams. So there's the Brewers on the outside looking in. No one else is near. So it's going to be between those seven teams to make it into the postseason. As we go to the AL side, the Astros lead the American League West, best record in the American League. The Guardians have taken over the Twins, and honestly, I think the Guardians are probably going to win that division if you think about it, believe it or not. We shall see. And the Yankees still lead the ALEs, but the Yankees have fallen on really hard times. They're one of the worst teams in baseball over the last month, so it makes you wonder, did they peak too soon? I don't know. Maybe they did. We shall see. And the wild cards go as follow the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the is I believe it is the Orioles. The Orioles are right in the mix. Orioles are right in the mix as well, along with the Twins, White Sox, a bunch of teams all crammed up right there fighting for the wild card spot. So with that being said, I'm gonna talk to you guys later. Thank you all so much for tuning in, listening. And I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.